Hey there, guys. Uh, welcome. Happy New Year and welcome to 2023. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Absolute Game of Nerds. We're, as Rohan said, we are in 2023, just a few days in, almost a full week, back to work, back to the grind, and and here we are, slinging podcasts left and right. As yeah, we, we got to finish up our uh, 2022 recap. Yep. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get into the recap. Uh, last week, we did a, a show on the books that we got for 2022 and started talking about books we want to get in 2023, but we did not get a chance to talk about the movies that we, I think the movies we saw in 2022 and what we expect in 2023 movie-wise. and the Yeah, MCU movies rundown. and shows, movies and shows. Yep. So what I say we go ahead and do, we'll go ahead and get started with our review. And over time, uh, we'll probably bring up some pictures of books that may have some, uh, you know, some con- connection to the movies that are coming out, which these are, again, this is not investment advice. We are collectors. I, I err on the side of investment too, but I definitely buy the books to enjoy. Uh, but I definitely want them to go up in price, as does yeah. Rohan. Yeah. But this totally. is not investment advice. There's a disclaimer. You know, we have no idea how these books will react given past performance of many different cycles. So, with that in mind, I say we start off with the first movie slated for February 17th. Oh, wait, no, we got no, to do the recap first of the Uh-oh. movies. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go so, ahead, sir. Let's uh, let's start. We're gonna start with our. Uh, we're gonna go bad to good. So we're gonna go with our top three most disappointed. <laughs> um, I'll say MCU, but we I guess it's greater comic projects because I mean, of course, there were um, DC uh, uh, projects out there as well. So uh, my number one disappointment would be Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, I mean, it's not the worst movie, but like, I just think when you have the, the Thor Ragnarok is one of the best MCU movies and it completely turned around the Thor franchise, which was a sinking ship from after that second movie. And then it was just like, they took everything good in Thor Ragnarok and then took a bunch of ecstasy and made the movie. And I know a lot of people are like, well, that's Taika and, and whatever and maybe and maybe that's true and i've seen a few of his movies but like i just felt it was too much and just ended up being just not good in my opinion i was i was very disappointed yeah i had given i was back into the comic book collecting grind i had speculated that that movie was going to show hercules and i very much anticipated that movie in general just because i thought it would kick off the cosmic and it probably still will kick off the cosmic world of the MCU in a different light or, or continue that like Guardians has and kicked off with some new characters, Hercules being one of them, maybe Nova, maybe Silver Surfer, maybe Doom. I had no idea. You know, a lot of expectations and that movie just did not live up to it, to, to what I expected, uh, what I'd hoped for, given Ragnarok and the success of that movie. So I would put that as my number one as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think, too... Well, and I, I feel like this is for a lot of the, I mean, maybe not just 2022, but just 2023. Like, it's kind of like you get a lot of chatter and then the movie comes out and it's like after week one, like there's no one talking about these movies. Um, so I don't think, you know, I think everyone's definitely looking forward to phase five. Yeah, this um, was, that was a disappointment overall. Number two, I'm going with the Moon Knight show. I'm not a Moon Knight fan. I honestly, I never read his comics. I just remember I had I have those Marvel cards. I have the series one, two, and three, and Moon Knight had a card. So that's the only thing I ever knew about Moon Knight. That being said, I just thought the show was dumb. I mean, just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like the underworld floating boat with the talking pig. And I mean, I don't know if that's true to the comics. Uh, or like that final fight scene with uh, the crocodile god and the conchu god over like the Giza pyramids. It just looked awful yeah and it's a shame too because oscar isaac is like a freaking awesome a plus kind of actor and it's just like we used him and we i mean if there was any good part of the show it was probably honestly just watching him be the manic person himself 
uh, in scenes. And also, like, also that for whatever it was, six episodes, like, Moon Knight himself was, what, in it 20 minutes max? Like, yeah. he was barely in it. I mean, there was multiple episodes where he wasn't in it at all. Yeah, that dis- that, that disappointed me, too. I don't have that on my list of disappointments. Um, I, I look forward to that show as well, and it didn't live up to those to those expectations, but I enjoyed it. I, it might have... Came out early in the year, obviously around the, uh, maybe springtime. So there was some time to watch the show, and I was anticipating better, uh, better footage coming coming out throughout the episode, and it, it never panned out. But I didn't hate it, but it definitely could have been better. I thought Moon Knight was a cool character. I still, to the life of me, don't understand why first appearance of Moon Knight in what is it, uh, the werewolf? Werewolf. I don't remember the number. It, it's a four thousand dollar comic. I just don't get it. I, I oh, I mean, but that book I'm, is crashed. It's crashed, but it's still like a couple thousand dollars for yeah. a decent grade. I'm like, man, I'd rather. There's so much other I'd rather buy than that book. And that's with a crappy movie. Now, if the movie got better, or they did a, or a crappy episode or series, maybe he comes into the MCU and things change. I don't know, but I still never thought him to be a primary character to have that kind of number. So. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like whenever I see Moon Knight books now, too, like on Instagram or whatever, I just like scroll right past. Like I <laughs> could not have less interest in. Uh, in the yeah, character. I, I didn't mind him. I liked him. I liked Sleepwalker back in the day. Um, he'd be cool if they brought him in somehow. But it, it, I just don't think that book commands that kind of money. And um, yeah, know, Sleepwalker. Things. I feel like I mean maybe years down the line, but he's too far out in the fringe for. They got bigger guys. They got to use first. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Moon Knight wasn't somebody that they should have used early on. And that's probably a lot of why that disappointment it could have been spent on a Silver Surfer show, which may be coming up, but it would have been nice to have something cooler in, uh, you know, in this 2022 year, because it was just overall an MCU uh, bloodbath. In my yeah. opinion. What do you got for two? Well, I'm going to go DC on this one and put Black Adam in there. And the only reason is because they fired Henry Cavill after the cameo that I went specifically to see. So I was so ticked off that they, and again, I don't <laughs> mind the change of the universe and what James Gunn is going to do. I just don't like the fact they put the guy through the ringer like that. Uh, I read today that in 2018, I think the CEO of, of, of um, DC or of Warner Brothers said that this was in 2018 that they were going to find a new Henry Cavill, a new Superman, a new person to don the cape. So he wasn't expected to come back. So he went on to do The Witcher and other projects. And then they brought him back with this tease. And I went to see it specifically because the movie w- was OK. I thought Hawkman was was awesome. I liked uh, Dr. Fate. Uh, but just overall, the movie was kind of out there. Um, not that this is a comic book world and things are out there anyway, but. Uh, and it, I, from what I understand, it has been a box office flop. Uh, it, from what I they mean, they wanted. made it, they made money back on it. I guess if you look at it in a certain what they spent and what they got back, but from my understanding is that they need to do triple the pr- production budget or the box office budget or production budget, I guess, and they did not do that. And I'm, I'm sure The Rock's taken on the chin for his star power, but he pushed a movie that I don't think should have been. He should have been brought into Shazam early on because that's the the connection, not Superman, right? So oh, bring him yeah. in with Shazam and those movies and make make the character and then bring him into his own movie and then you can expand from there. But he really pushed, at least The Rock did, to get this to be a Henry a Superman, Black Adam, new DCU universe. And I just don't Yeah, think- I mean, The Rock definitely hyped. I mean, I, I again, when it comes to DC, I'm kind of just primarily Batman, Superman. Um, and so I didn't really have any interest in watching. Plus, I just think DC has been pretty garbage. So I didn't have any hope for Black Adam. So I didn't have any desire to go see it. I still haven't seen it. Um, and then, like, post movie, what The Rock was hyping up, like, fake numbers. Like, ugh. yeah. I, I thought it was, I enjoyed the movie, but not ex- extensively. And I saw it for that cameo, which I heard a week before. So had I not heard about a cameo, I might have waited to see it except for you know opening day until i heard on the internet or ig that it was he was in there and you know, superman was uh, but it was a, a lot of money to pay just to see him for five yeah. seconds and then he got fired yeah and you could so. look that up on youtube for free yep 
and help save myself the money. That's that's the biggest part of what ticked me off about Thor Love and Thunder is it I my whole family went. I got four kids and my wife and I spent almost a hundred dollars to see that stupid movie. And to this day, I'm still I don't want to go back to another movie. I'd rather wait till it comes out on Disney Plus because it's yeah, you know, I mean, I, I would not be opposed like if Marvel came up with a deal like DC has with HBO where it's like movie and um stream are fairly close if not on the same day like because of yeah i mean like granted i have three kids but they're young so i'm not taking the news but like when that time comes like taking a family of five now to a movie is yeah uh, it's Get crazy a, go to a matinee plus popcorn it just i was mad because i really expect a lot out of it and yeah. didn't come um my number three now i think the show is fine and I even enjoyed a few of the episodes. I know you're going to go to town on this. Um, I definitely don't feel as strong as you do. The reason why it's on my top three is because of the expectations I had for it. And it's She-Hulk. Um, just because I was really excited for She-Hulk in the, fence, in the sense that um, she was a legit member of the Avengers um, that you know hadn't been used yet. Um, the trailer showed the Hulk was going to be involved. So I just saw this big, cause one of my biggest complaints with like a lot of the shows, it's just like, I feel like they don't go all in on, they just use these kind of like secondary characters with some BS villains. And they kind of just like, Oh, here's blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's no real stakes there. So I just thought like with the Hulk being involved and she Hulk's going to be in the Avengers moving forward. I was like, Oh man, maybe the stakes going to be high. And then to be honest, like the first episode, like, it was awesome. And it just like hit. I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want. Uh, and then from there, it was just kind of like, it just kind of meandered uh, for like a bunch of episodes that just had like no point, no meaning. Uh, and then like at the end, they had some decent episodes. It just like, it was fine. Um, I just, because my expectations were set so high, it was a big letdown for me. Yeah, that that's what... Like I said before, Thor Love and Thunder was a letdown. Black Adam, that cameo was a letdown. She-Hulk, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations, but I had heard that Daredevil would be in it. It would be a courtroom drama. I like Boston Legal from years ago. You know, that was a cool show. I kind of imagined it being that type of a setup in the courtroom. Um, you know, some of the, the leader I thought was supposed to be brought in somehow. So you yeah. have the Hulk, potentially the leader, Daredevil, courtroom stuff. They also None like really that. played up like a Hulk abomination like battle, and that really wasn't. Yeah, then he, the minute he was, you know, like some cuddly bear, yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, another another villain that they turned good, in in the Marvel world, and it, and then I then again at the end, I don't really, it got crazy at the end because that idiot guy who I forget his name now who was trying to get with Jen. Or he was the rich guy, which I oh, thought yeah, was yeah. going to have a tie into the to Doom, and he still may. But then he took the serum. He got. He looked like the guy from Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the guy from the AT and T commercials that moved to SNL for a short period of time? Beck, I think is his name. Uh, I, I I don't know that one. I was thinking of, he, I was thinking of like Hans and Franz. Um, he looked like Beck, but bloated. Okay. As the Hulk, and I was like, is that Beck? Did they get him to do fulfill in the stunts or something like? If you look him up, you, he was on AT&T commercials before they got him on SNL. But anyway, so this that that last episode just went all over the place. And then it, we went and saw Kevin, the video camera version of, of Kevin Feige. Oh, yeah, Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was Machine. like, okay. And it was kind of cool, fourth dimension stuff that Deadpool's done in his first two movies is always neat and funny. Um, it just it was a funny movie, but it really didn't go anywhere or didn't really set the tone for, you know, taking her seriously. And yeah. even Daredevil, you know, I'm like, like, I like Daredevil a lot. And the Charlie Cox Netflix series is great. Um, you know, second season of that finally. Um, but, I did enjoy Daredevil in it. I mean, he had, it's more like, I thought he had some cool fight scenes and he had a bit of a comedic relief kind of role. And so I didn't mind, uh, like, yeah. like the, uh, the, he didn't seem as dark. The, the, yeah, no, he definitely wasn't right. It was definitely a more campy and like, like the walk of shame, uh, scene of him in his costume, I thought was hilarious. So like, it is I lovely. Enjoyed, why don't you put his thing. shoes on? Put his shoes yeah. on, man. You're like, I'm like, just look weird. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I, I was, I mean, some of the stuff was funny, but it, if to me, it was a huge letdown that that last episode it just was all over the place, like I'm saying. And then the end, we're gonna get Scar. Throw that in because there was some talk of where did the Hulk go and 
plotted yeah. what would happen to Sakar and all this and that. And then his kid shows up with a stupid haircut that looked <laughs> yeah, nothing. Everybody hated that haircut. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, it's pretty clear how he's supposed to look. And he's supposed to be some crazy from, I don't know. I don't read World War Hulk, World War Hulk, but I have some of the books. And he got the straggly hair and looks mean. And he's there sitting there like a tame, a tame, uh, Tame Hulk with a stupid haircut. So hey, I maybe some of, these, some of these kids these days got stupid haircuts. Well, maybe someone makes fun of his haircut and he goes crazy and beats yeah. someone up. I don't know. But it, I just, I, I didn't like, I hated the scene of her twerking. And the reason oh, I hated see, it. I, I, everyone like continually comes back to that. I have no issue with the twerking. I, I, I have no, I have no issue with who was, uh, who was the, uh, Megan the rapper. Stallion. Megan Stallion. No problem there. No problem with Jen, the non Hulk doing the twerking that would have been cool to watch but she looked like a weird avatar a green <laughs> avatar just didn't I mean, look that's right kinda like what she does look like so yeah but i mean she just the way her pants fit i just i was like this is doesn't look right get somebody else to do the twerking and i would have watched yeah. it it had nothing i don't care about the twerking part of it just how the animation looked i thought was bad yeah okay so that was that was my issue with it but yeah what's your, what's your number three and final disappointing oh that was it she hulk oh, okay i, I, I just I had to add to to what you were saying there because I I have it at the end there again. It wasn't. It just was so like you said. Parts of it were so stupid uh, that it, you know, it didn't live up to what I'd hoped to bring in. Again, if you're going to get rid of the Hulk, you need somebody strong, right? Part of my issue with the new Thunderbolts movie coming out is you have a bunch of super soldiers and no tough guy, no huge thing, Hulk, She Hulk, Son of Hulk, whoever in that group and maybe general ross is going to represent that but initially yeah, all you Red see or something are those super soldiers and i don't know how you save the world with super soldiers in a, in a world <coughs> with hulks so yeah um i thought they were going to bring her in to take over in a spot at the avengers and really be i mean you know, i still she, think they may be building towards like a west coast avengers now that they have her and um you know visions back and hawkeye and then they're gonna do a wonder man show or movie at some point so yeah and and i don't know what this uh, what the point of the series was because it didn't move the needle on yeah on she hulk at all that's that's why i put it at three it just didn't move the needle it was enjoyable to watch but it this yeah. whole stage four just was yeah it kind of just fell back in with that kind of format it says like there was really no stakes involved with that show yeah um, it did. again phase yeah. one of marvel set up what we had at the end of phase three yeah. But I can go back and watch just about any of those movies again and enjoy it. I yeah. probably won't go back to most of, most of these to rewatch them. No. I know you got to set up the universe, but it's got to be done right. And I don't yeah. know what they missed. Can always hit home runs. You can't always do that. Yeah. So. All right. Let's go about uh, best. Best in 2022. Why don't you start us off with your number one? My number one. Or actually, should is, we start with number three? Let's start with number three. Yeah. Doctor number three for me is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I look forward to that one as much as I did to Thor. Did it come out before Thor? It was before it, Thor. It Thor's. So I had an anticipation for that and then Thor as well. And Thor fell short because it built up from the Multiverse of Madness. I love Sam Raimi. I was a big fan of Army of Darkness. It was, you know, the zombies always kind of looked ridiculous, but that's how Sam Raimi did him in Army of Darkness. So I, I was okay with that. Um, I like seeing um, the you know Wanda becoming the villain. Um, overall, I just thought it was a fun movie to watch. I thought it moved things forward with the multiverse. I loved going through as he was flying through the different multiverses, the one made of crayon, the one made of color, sound, whatever yeah. it was. I thought that was a cool take on that. I didn't really care for America Chavez, but again, new young Avengers. I'm, I'm yeah. cool if they're not the focus, but they're the part of it to introduce to bring in later. Yeah, she's a newer character that I really don't know much about. I liked Multiverse of Madness as well. Um, and I actually thought it even was even better on rewatch. My only two like complaints would be, I mean, I am such a huge Fantastic Four fan and such a huge X-Men fan. So like I got pumped when I saw Mr. Fantastic and Professor X. And then like it was just it like they like took your dream and they crushed it right away. And so that was like, I was like, oh. Yeah, like that, the moment they said like you're at the Baxter building, I was like, oh. yep, you know, that, and so that got squashed real quick. And obviously they're gonna come back into some other form, but like I was just say that that kind of bugged me out. Uh, yeah. And then two, I would say, I just felt like that she was a little too. I, I mean, 
I don't know Scarlet Witch that well, so like maybe she is that powerful, but like she is. But like it was just weird. It's just like she was like unopposable. So it's like Jean Grey uh, as Phoenix. As Phoenix, yeah, I guess. So if that's I mean, if that's true, this story, then then that's cool. But I was just the only thing I was like, man, this is unfair. But uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, especially yeah, and- on rewatch. And given those scenes you said at the Baxter building, I, I really enjoyed those. Was kind of ticked they killed them all off so easily because they're supposed to be such, you know, tough characters and yeah. strong characters. And and that was okay. It, it just it made it fun. You know, how are they going to re- bring these people back in and in our universe and yeah. hearing the song for the X Men was was cool. Oh yeah, that was awesome. So I mean, overall, it was early in the year, and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a good start to to yeah. the episode to season two. Um, what do you call it? Uh, phase four phase four yep yeah but again another one i would say like once it at, came out and then it was out and then like kind of got quiet yeah uh, i mean it 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 wasn't it wasn't um world changing yeah um so my uh number three is uh miss marvel the show which i thought was great like i do think like Again, I really don't know the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel as that's more of a modern character when I haven't read. Uh, but what I liked is, I mean, I obviously uh, I'm a person of color uh, of Indian ethnicity. They were Pakistani, but that like all those episodes where you just saw her and her family and like her dealing with the fact that they're she you know her parents immigrated and she's first generation here and that was literally like my life right that. Like I relate to that so much, and I think that's what draws so many people to. And I, I find this specifically to Marvel comics. I think wh- why I find Marvel more um, popular than DC is like DC characters are always almost like like almost like god level kind of. You know, Batman obviously isn't has any powers, but like they're all the villains and the superheroes are all kind of like god tier level people. Whereas like in Marvel, you have so many relatable characters that have these experiences that you deal whether it's peter parker and going through things in high school or like i just said with miss marvel and her family that is immigrated here to the u.s um so that really like connected with me so i really enjoyed the show um as far as like the villains and the action eh, it was fine but i I just enjoyed the overall just because of you know what i just mentioned yeah i thought i I enjoyed that show it was funny i I think my favorite scene was when the dad came out painted like the hulk yeah 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 yeah. like head to toe i thought that was great it was hilarious But I, yeah. I I did enjoy the show. I mean, it didn't really move the needle again in the universe. How she? Well, I mean, they, they did. It was the first introduction of mutants, right? They ended it with that. Well, teacher. they do that, but she's not. Is she supposed to be a mutant? In the, well, so in the comic books, she is not. She's an inhuman, I believe. Uh, but they've obviously clearly made her a mutant for purposes of the MCU. So then the Inhumans are supposed to be mutants as well. And I don't. I guess that's. I don't like when they change some things, but they've been doing it since since the Marvel MCU started. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, it just they kind of threw that in there and didn't really clarify it. And She Hulk had some references with Wolverine too, guy in yeah, the bar yeah. with you know. So they put some of that stuff and in there and she set had it up. Makeup in her fingers. And... Yeah. So I guess it did move the needle in that regard. But I just as a character, it was a fun show. Yeah. You know, for me, so. What I do you got it? it? What do you got it too? Number two, I'm going to go DC Universe with the Batman. Ah. I thought that was a. Uh, a little long for a Batman movie. I think they all the Nolan movies were long too, um, but this one was cool. The Riddler, I love the crazy villains, and that's one thing that our DC does much better than Marvel makes them nuts. I mean, the way the way um, Heath Ledger did the Joker epitomized that time in in the world two thousand eight when things were crazy, and I I think it set. It was just. He, he portrayed him so well, and the Riddler in this movie was nuts, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The it. the take on the Riddler I thought was was awesome, and I and I'll, I have a lot of thoughts on Batman. It's it's going to come up for me, so I'll, I'll hold off a little bit. But yeah, I really enjoyed um, the Batman as well. Yep. And I, and Good I thought um, when when I first heard that Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman, I was like, oh, oh this yeah. guy, he's too pretty. Like his face is too clean. Like I can't see him getting punched. But then you watch him in the movie, and I thought he was awesome. I mean, like, there were scenes where, like, you know, he's got that jawline that, we, you know, you talk about with Batman. And there were, like, scenes where, like, he'd be looking at the camera, and it was, like, I feel like that could be drawn. Like, you know, like, it was, like, that kind of perfect for it. So I, I was a big fan of him as Batman. 
Yeah, and, and who played the penguin? Uh, Colin Farrell Colin is awesome. Yeah, he does a great job. I remember when he came on scene some years back, and I thought, oh, he's a pretty boy, but he can play just about anybody. Yeah, you know, he I mean, can get the weight, lose the weight. Uh, he's he's uh, he's awesome. He did a great job. Interested to see um, what that Penguin show that is going to come out on HBO is going to be like because it's going to be him. So yeah, he did. I thought that was a great part of it. That car scene, I think. Oh yeah, the car scene was dope. Like through the fire, like yeah, yeah. it was dope. Yeah, overall great movie. The ending kind of lulled out a little bit. Um, kind of got long, but I, I look back and I watched The Dark Knight. It's so many ups and downs in that movie. Yeah. You know, it just keeps going and going until the end. And this movie was similar. Yeah. Um, I wasn't happy about Pattinson, but I think he did a good job. And I, I just don't know now how that all was going to translate into the James Gunn universe. That's what yeah, all I this money that... wasted on seeing these movies in DC. I don't know how that pans out. Yeah, I don't know if it's next year. I don't know if it's going to be just like kind of a separate thing and there's going to be a different Batman in the James Gunn universe. I have no idea. Or you got the Joker coming out. And that's, is that also you know, going to be, is that a separate, separate universe too? Yeah, and I'll so tell you, what, I mean, the Joker was a phenomenal movie and. Yeah, Heath but the Ledger, new one's going to be a, a musical with no, Lady Gaga. I, I think it's going to be great. I think she'll kill it for. Harvey oh, she, she's, she does a great job, but I just don't see it as a musical. I, I like the Heath Ledger craziness that he, he played and the I mean, Joker as, show Heath, was getting there, but Heath Ledger best joker right i mean jack nicholson was a great joker but i think joaquin fix is right in line which is another actor that killed the joker role like i'm not a good uh person to like judge like great acting good acting whatever but like joaquin phoenix in that movie like lights the screen on fire and it oh he's incredible he did it well i, I just just did i don't know way, way heath ledger did it just he agent of chaos and it just you you had nothing on him that he had nothing yeah. to lose and that's the yeah. scariest person in the world is someone who has nothing to lose yeah and maybe they'll get to it but you bring in lady gaga who's supposed to play harley quinn harley quinn it's another iteration of that and and again those two actors are great but i don't want a musical i just want that's all <laughs> yeah we'll see uh my number two is black panther wakanda forever also a very long movie but i don't mind the long movies as long as they're good i thought it was really good um i I will say, like, I thought, even though I like the character of Ironheart Riri Williams, like, I thought she was very rather unnecessary. It was just kind of like they needed to, like, we need to figure out where we could fit her in somewhere so we can introduce almost, her before her show. Almost like and a marriage then, with Chavez. Yeah, exactly. And they just kind of, like, if you took her out of it, like, the movie would have been exactly the same. Yep. Um, but otherwise, I thought it was, I, I, I really enjoyed Black Panther from Wakanda I'm actually looking forward to it to come on a Disney Plus so I can uh, rewatch it. Um, but I mean, like, especially to like the curveball of Chadwick Boseman dying, I mean, to then like have these plans for these movies and then like him die, which is obviously sad and unfortunate, to then go around and like rewrite and re sculpt what's going to happen, I thought, you know, you couldn't have asked for a better. Um, uh, movie storyline, yeah, storyline. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know what their intents were, but I, I didn't love that movie. I look forward to seeing Namor in it, or Namor, however you, however you pronounce in the show. I was looking forward to seeing him finally in the MCU. He was a character I didn't care for back in my early early days of collecting, but as it started to build up, and you need that strong character because you if the Hulk's gone on Sakaar or She-Hulk can't fill in or you don't have the thing yet. You need someone powerful like him. And I thought it was awesome to see him. Yeah, he, he was did great. It well. was I, great. I don't mind the retrofitting or what do they call that? Um, retconning his backstory. I thought that was a cool way to, to yeah. involve another culture that is a real culture and not just like Black Panther, that the cultures, they how they set that up, I thought was neat. Yeah. Using him as a Atlantean would have set it up too much like Aquaman. And I thought it was cool how they did it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Namor was was awesome in that movie. So what you got? Top choice. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. All I right. That show. That was my favorite show of 2022, and probably <laughs> for a long time. I just I thought uh, John Cena killed it. I laughed so hard on those every episode. It was uh, so campy and stupid, but funny. And that Suicide Squad movie was great. And this just continued it and. I look forward to season two. I thought it was great. You know, I, I didn't watch it. Um, 
just because again back on with like my D- dc has just been trash kind of mindset but everyone tells me peacemaker is great so at some point i got to go back and watch it and like you just said go the, back this, and watch it you didn't watch it at all right i didn't watch it at all okay. um and then you said you like the suicide squad too like i didn't even waste my time well i should say I, in my head i was like i didn't waste my time with it because i thought suicide squad one was so awful uh, but then everyone says like, oh, you know, Gun done did well with Suicide Squad too, so you know I should give it a chance. I definitely um, I would watch both of those. It's it's that's what what I liked about the Suicide Squad and and how James Gunn may be doing the new universe is how Marvel Comics the MCU started out with the characters they didn't own Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, who were big. They call them the the trilogy or or what is it? What they call them the. the they're the triangle, the three main. They really weren't in our day and age, but I guess they're the three biggest characters in Marvel that they had left. And yeah. Spider-Man, Wolverine, who else would be there? I mean, Fantastic Four was at Fox as well. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of all their all their, you know, main. All they had left was the the Avengers, and yeah. I never collected the Avengers, and and they and it took off like that without Spider-Man, without Wolverine, without the X-Men, and that was the main draw back in the 90s and that's where those movies you know early 2000 movies came from yeah and and marvel said what do we got left and they brought them out and it was great so can yeah. james gunn do that with peacemaker an unheard of character uh bringing in someone like um who's margot Robbie <coughs> play um harley quinn harley quinn uh you got blood sport was in there i mean a bunch i mean it was great and they you gotta watch it it just was a good movie a good way to bring people in and build a universe with those low-end characters b-level characters that can become huge draws all right yeah i'll definitely check it out because like uh, you said earlier everyone up here is superman gods whatnot and you got peacemaker and and all that that group that can really be relatable in some way so yeah uh my choice was your number two was the batman i loved it now i will caveat that i don't know if it's ever going to be able to be beaten I don't know if you could beat the Dark Knight trilogy with Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale. Um, like those three movies, I love. I literally watch those all the time, and I just love them. That being said, for taking another take at it, I'm all in. I I, I thought it was great. Um, I do think it got a little long in the tooth, especially like that whole like arena scene with the flood. Like you probably honestly could have ended the movie at the like scene in the jail where he was talking to the Riddler. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of cut it somewhere after that, and it would have been great. Um, but even just like that, the first half of that movie, especially, is just like, oh yes, this is awesome. Yep, I. Yeah, it was a good movie. I, it was a tough call between Peacemaker and Batman, but Peacemaker yeah. just went up there. And same for you, but you didn't see Peacemaker. You got to watch it, then yeah, maybe you'll change your mind. <laughs> yeah, I will add my bonus. Uh, my bonus, which is not comic book related, but I loved Avatar: Way of the Water. I loved it. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> you didn't even see it. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. All no. right, let's let's move on to 2023. We're already a half hour in, so let's kind of let's run through these. Um, so first one coming out February 17th, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, first off, did you like Ant-Man 1 and 2, Ant-Man and then Ant-Man and the Wasp? I did. I did. I liked them both. Yeah, they, I thought they were um, fun movies, like kind of like they didn't have the intensity of the other MC see you movies and i thought i heard someone like uh described as like a, a palate cleanser to kind of just like take it easy and just like yeah just relax and enjoy this one and and yeah for that aspect they were they were good um so yeah i, I enjoyed Ant-Man one and two uh, it seems like that but they're taking three on a more legit like this is a movie that's gonna move the needle forward point i would agree and let me grab something Where'd he go? Uh, but so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna load up some slides. Oh, actually, I'll wait for JP. See what, he's yep. got. what do you got? Sorry about that. I, sorry about that. But here is what I one item we can show for spec for Ant Man three. Can you see it? The Micronauts number one. This may come into play in this movie. Ah. I've heard some spec on that one. I got picked this up at the antique store recently, but um, I don't have much when it comes to Ant Man comics i'd love to get marvel premiere 47 um but you know that's about the only book i have spec watch that movie but i am looking forward to it because i think it's going to take the whole kang 
universe, you know, bringing him in and, and seeing more of him. Cause I really didn't, when he was in Loki, the end of it, I was like, who's this guy supposed to be? And yeah. then they tell you, and I'm like, that's not how he's supposed to look. You know, he didn't have the purple draw on any of that kind of stuff. So now that he's going to be Kang, as <coughs> Kang, we know him, I'm looking forward to it. So I think this movie is going to, it better set things off, you know, and not, I hope it'll come out of that and say another movie to just let us down. Yeah. I, I, we should note too, like when it comes to speculation for what we know in 2023, everything that we know, if you are looking to get that now, you've kind of missed the speculation bubble, right? Speculating is like, taking shots at who you think is going to be in upcoming projects. And then you get them cheap. Right. And then you hear like, Oh, so-and-so is going to be the villain. Bam. I got that first appearance. And then it blows up. Right. We already know Kang is going to be in it. We, right. So everyone knows <laughs> Avengers eight, right. Which will load up here um, is going to be in, let me get to it. Right. Avengers eight, First appearance of Kang. Um, I will say this is one book of, of the movies that are involved uh, in 2023. Um, this is one that is on my list, right? It's not a high priority, immediate priority. Um, this is one I hope to acquire down the line. Just a great uh, early Avengers key that I think uh, is a classic. You have any now, desires for this one? I, I like to get it. I think it's become overpriced given what's going to yeah. happen. Like you said, I, I think I missed a boat on it, but it may drop off after the movie. Um, you got you got Iron Man fifty five, which is Thanos. Yeah, and I, the villains don't seem to have staying power. They're still golden. They're still keys because they're Silver Age Avengers or Iron Man shows. But I just think sometimes what what happens with MCU villains, I, I don't think the staying power is there. So you're yeah. better off to wait and get it at a good price. Yeah, I, that's, and that's why it's not an immediate thing. Like I don't want this for movie purposes. I want this just because like. Early Avengers, huge villain, first appearance, Silver Age, kind of ticks my box for what I'm looking for in my collection. Yep. Um, I will note there are two other books that are kind of related, not kind of, they are related, um, and that will be Fantastic Four number 19, which is the first appearance of Ramatut, which is a version of Kang, uh, and then Fan or Avengers 10, which is the first appearance of Immortus, who's right there on the cover as well, another variant of Kang. So both of these books... Um, you've seen also go up as well. Um, again, both of those, it's hard to go wrong with, right? Early Avengers, early Fantastic Four, Silver Age, like they're always going to be desirable uh, to some level. Uh, again, though, like you kind of missed the boat if you haven't got them already, but something to think right. about if, if, if you're a big Kang fan, those are kind of three big, the three big Kang books, I would think. Yeah, I, this is one thing I don't know. I don't, <laughs> again, I've said I don't read comics. I'm more into the artwork. I'd like to read more of them, but knowing that there's all these different versions of Kang, Rama, Tut, Mortis, and Kang, it's just like, Thanos was easy, you know? <laughs> yeah. But now yeah. it's going to be these variants, which can help these movies out tremendously to have different versions of them. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have What If Season 2. Um, am I excited for it? I mean, sure, I'll probably... I, I didn't watch all of Season 1, to be honest. Um, the few I watched, I enjoyed, and, you know, I'll check out a few, I'm sure, but, like, it's not anything I'm, like, super drawn to. Um you have any thoughts on that? I liked season one. It was cool. Um, I liked that they use the big thing I was watching for is using the same voices of the people that played them yeah. in the real movies. And they didn't use Peter Parker. They didn't, they didn't use Tony Stark, but Thor was used, which was great. I think Captain Carter. Yeah. Um, was I think Chris a lot Evans. of the other ones were. Jer yeah. Hawkeye was, I think. And I don't think I don't think Chris Evans used his, but when he, oh, okay. I don't think he, I'm not sure though. But I like that the majority of them were were their voices from from the live action. Um, yeah. so it was just fun to watch. I don't, yeah. I never put much bearing in cartoons to have any, um, you know, connectivity to the the, the movies itself. Yeah, um, and yeah, there's no real books of interest I would mention um, with this one. Uh, moving on, uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, which is set for early on the shows. They don't give us dates. So this is early 2023 as well. Um, I don't know. So I think this is based on the newer, more modern comic book secret invasion, which I have not read and I don't really know much about. I will say one thing that is exciting, at least from like the trailers we've gotten, it gives us kind of like a spy thriller espionage type feel to it, which is something they haven't done in the MCU. So that has like, looks like it could have some appeal and could be good. Um, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to checking that out. 
Yeah, I, I, I might be easy to find the New Avengers Secret Invasion. There's a couple key books in that New Avengers run from I think 2005 <laughs> that you might be able to grab for 20 or 30 bucks just to have in case this movie, this season, this series does well. Uh, but besides that, what'd you say, the Super Scroll book? Yeah, yeah, there is one I would say it, which is Fantastic Four uh, 18. Well, I should say Fantastic Four 2 is the first appearance of the scrolls. That's always going to be a huge high dollar book, right? It's the second Fantastic Four, right? Um, yeah. This one's still early Fantastic Four, still Silver Age. It's the first appearance of Super Scroll on the cover. Um, this book has gone up a little bit. It's not like crazy expensive. I think you can get a you know decent copy for a couple hundred bucks. Um, not one on my list of targets to get, um, but I know it is a popular one and people people are into, especially if you're a Fantastic Four one, like it's another, I mean, Fantastic Four, like kind of one to a hundred, it's like, you almost can't go wrong. There's so many big first appearances and events, you know, so it's just, you know, they're all great. Like it's a great run. Um, one of the best there's, there's been. Yep. Uh, this one, the next one would be the one that I'm most excited about, which would be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, and that has a release date of May 5th, 2023. Um, my thoughts on the first two, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I mean, home run, right? Like, for a movie when it came out, I was like, who the hell are the Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know anything about these guys. Um, I didn't know James Gunn at the time. And I walked out of that movie theater, I was like, that movie was freaking awesome. Like, that yep. was so awesome. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, bit of a letdown. Not that great. Uh, what do you think? I would agree. I mean, it's almost like Thor Ragnarok and and uh, Love and Thunder, but yeah. not as huge of a drop-off. I mean, the, both guys hit it out of the park with that first installment, directing a, a, the character, even though it was you know the second Thor movie, but still, it, it took it to different levels. Same with Guardians. It took a bunch of who knows who these people are. Yeah, it made them big. Made him big, and I think that's that's what James Gunn's been great at doing, and that's what DC needs. And and I think, um, you know, going forward for MCU, it's the same thing. There's a lot of great characters out there to use. So. Yeah. Uh, as far as books are concerned, I, I really don't think there's much here to be looked at. I mean, if you even look at the first appearance of the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's no one that's in the movie, right? Like they've had I, I, multiple I, rosters run through. So, two thoughts. <laughs> I don't know if you oh can yeah, see it. that's a good Nova. point. I didn't think of that. Nova one, you probably have the Adam Warlock, you know, Warlock one that Thor. Oh yeah, and Warlock, I totally, totally spaced on Warlock. Yeah, so Thor, whatever number that is, when it's the first appearance of him. Yeah, I think and that's sixty-five. Then, yeah, so that's a good book to have, given given um, who's playing the role, who's playing. Will Poulter. Will Poulter, yeah. Poulter, yeah. He, I wouldn't put him as Warlock, but we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see how they do that one. I think Nova definitely could be in here at some point, just as a possibility to tease him for down the road because i think james gunn did mention he yeah. was supposed to be in the second guardians yeah and another one that i don't think anyone thinks of that could be in guardians is going to be dark hawk i think that's a I, i've heard people talk it i think it's a stretch i wouldn't count on it but i mean that's a cheap book like you can go get that book for ten dollars you know i paid, it, I paid a thousand bucks for this book yeah. I'm, I'm hoping big time <laughs> yeah oh i but guess I think, I, you know another one we spaced on too is thor 234 which is the first appearance of high evolutionary Yep. Uh, again, though, like you said, with the villain books, right? Like, it's kind of at its. You can get it for a couple hundred bucks, but like, wait till this movie's over, and I like, guarantee you can get that book for probably yeah, hundred bucks. The, you know, I think the Rocket Raccoon book, which is uh, he, his first appearance, isn't in in comic form. It's in a book form or magazine. It's a magazine. Form. You know, I had that Hulk two seventy one. It's a cool book, but I'm not a Rocket fan in the comics, but in the show, I think he does. I think it's a yeah, great, he's a great, great character, character in the show. But him uh, and again, Drax, I think, probably may die in this in this yeah. show. Well, so. I mean, the, the guy that plays Drax already came out and said he's he's done with Drax after this movie. So, I am definitely expecting some deaths. Uh, I don't think it'd be Rocket. I could see Rocket being utilized as a key character continuing on, but I think Drax. Uh, pro and honestly, so I'll, I'll throw maybe maybe even Star Lord goes in this one. And then there might be a whole new Guardians crew and i think yeah. that's going to entail possibly nova because there's a storyline called annihilation that has a lot of guardian tie-ins but a new team so yeah yeah, yeah but uh, i think I'm, this I'm, is the I'm, this is the show i'm definitely looking most forward to in 2023 yeah i would agree it'd be my top i'm also I, and i love adam warlock i can't believe i forgot to mention when he started so i'm really interested to see where they go with warlock because 
it's kind of crazy to think that if you read the Infinity Gauntlet series, like Warlock is he was the main like, guy. He's the main guy, right? So like, especially when they teased him in Guardians just two, and then they didn't do anything with him for the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War, and then Endgame was kind of surprising. Um, but you know, those movies, those movies are obviously awesome, so I'm not going to complain. So it's just interesting to see like where where they'll go with Warlock from here. And maybe it, maybe it is a new Guardians team that he he leads up or something like that. So. And he's not a part of the secret wars either i don't think to my understanding he's not. yeah but i, I would i'd be i'd be i wouldn't be surprised if they if he right he probably would be retconned into it but the original storylines from both the 84 and the night and the 2015 yeah he's not part yeah. of it um all right next one spider-man across the spider-verse uh the first one is awesome i mean i think it, you know for especially from a animated movie like i mean this was a huge hit so I think the second one will also be um, is expected to be um, huge. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I'm hoping it moves the needle. I just picked up an Ultimate Fallout 4 um, first print. So I'm hoping it moves the needle in that book because it definitely has come down significantly. Yeah. And in 2022, um, I think I got it for a good price. You know, I've heard items out there, things out there that Miles Morales does not drive spider-man like peter parker did i don't know if that's true i think if this movie is successful and does well i think it's you can have both of them be pretty successful and have draws but i, I they they've redone the miles uh storyline so many times or new volumes to, to change things up that uh, i don't know why marvel does it it must not be successful sales wise i mean i don't know but i i feel like miles ain't going anywhere and it's only a matter of time before they bring him into a live action movie I yeah i think that's the, that's <laughs> going to be the I, he, he's done well movie wise. I think he'll do well in the live action and that might change, you know, how, yeah. how he's viewed in comic book sales. But I think he's definitely a hit with the kids and uh, new generation. I will say for those that would be interested in Ultimate Fallout 4, as JP mentioned, like it is a book that has come down significantly. Um, like, so this picture here is the first print of the first appearance of Miles Morales and like, if you get it in nine eight, it used to be like an almost four thousand dollar book. Now you can get it for about eighteen hundred dollars, right? And then you go down to a nine six, which JP has, and you're under a thousand. Uh, but if you're going to go after Oldman Fallout Four, know the various print runs, right? So you have this is the first print where his face is hidden behind the trade dress. That's kind of like the main money book. The second print is where you actually see it's the same exact thing, but you see his face, right? So it's not behind the trade dress. That's worth a 20th of print of, of first print. Yep. Right. Um, and then there's the, uh, the, the jerkin variant or whatever. And which is this thing here. And I, I, I saw this today, nine, eight, yeah. $38,000. Get the hell out of here. I don't know. And it, people buy it at this price and I don't, I don't, maybe it's like a hard to find variant or what I don't, I just yeah. don't, I'm sorry. Like as far as I'm concerned, if you're paying $38,000 for a modern comic book, <laughs> You are out of your mind. Well, I started off my career reinvesting this year, my career reinvesting, going through long boxes at flea markets, antique stores. And I thought for sure I would find these. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was hoping to find Ultimate Fallout 4. Not that I had a huge draw for Miles until the movie came out. Um, well, I, I guess I, did, I didn't see the movie till this year or early last, late last year. So I wasn't into it until now. Um, and so I was hoping to find it because I thought it'd be easy. And this one definitely must be so... And there's also uh, there's a few different variations of this one. There's like a virgin one, and then there's like some small differences. Like they've made some reprints of it, and those are worth like nothing. Yeah, and I, not thirty eight thousand dollars. I just couldn't believe it. If I had thirty eight thousand dollars to spend on a comic book, it would not be that one. But yeah, and Ultimate Fallout Four. Actually, talking about um, selling power, uh, Shortbox, which is an app that you can buy comic books on, they did their top selling books for 2022 number one was ultimate fallout for first print which was the previous one we showed here uh but again if you are someone that wants ultimate fallout 4 make sure you research what is what right because there are with any modern comic these days there's 92 different variants and some worth a lot some aren't worth that much yep. um, so don't get fooled paying first print prices for a second print book yep and i would have um, known that early on yeah, and I wouldn't have known that I, when I first heard about Old Evolve, I would have thought the second print was as valuable as the first, and then like, nope. Um, the other book that would be of big significance and like, so Ultimate Fallout Four is considered like one of the top, if not the top, modern book. 
Uh, and then the second one would be Edge of Spider-Verse 2. Um, this is another book, you know, if you got it in 9.8, this is, you know, $2,000, $1,200 maybe now, actually. Um, so not a book that you're going to beat the boat on, right? Everyone already knows this is worth a lot. She's a popular character. She's not going anywhere. Um, a good one to have if you have it. Uh, again, though, with modern books, right, there's multiple variants. I know there's like another print that has like different colors. and I don't even know which one's what. I know the first print, 9.8, is like 1200 or something right now. Yep, I thought I would find this one too in the long boxes because it's a newer book and it should be there somewhere. And to, to go back to Ultimate Fallout, they said that they're almost like, I heard on a, on a YouTube video that there's almost seven or 10 a day getting graded. So oh, yeah. They're bringing them out. So that's probably not going to help that out. But I, I think the movie will definitely help these two books out. But there's probably way more of these <clears throat> than we really realize. Yeah. But. Um, anyways, let's move on. Next one I got is Echo, mid-2023. Perfectly honest, I don't really care. New modern character. Didn't really care for her in, the, in a Hawkeye show. Will I watch it? Probably. But, like, I don't have any attachment to it. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't even know who the character was in the, in the um, <clears throat> Hawkeye run. And then when I realized <clears throat> they're going to make another series out of it, I thought there's better other shows that they could be yeah. making besides that. So, yeah, I do think, and again, this isn't wrong, but the diversity push is very big, especially in the MCU, I think, because obviously in the sixties, everyone's white, right? That's not how the real world is. And so I think they're trying to expand diversification wise as much as possible. So that's why someone like America Chavez or echo gets moved up to the forefront. And that's, great in some aspects but then a lot of times it's like for people like us who've been fans for so long it's like who is this why do i right. care so yeah you... uh, we don't need to get into the whole politics of all that but that's just bringing that up uh next one uh loki season two um i thought loki season one oh sorry i should have mentioned back to the edge of the spiders if there's another book you want to look at it's this one amazing spider-man 31 this is the first appearance of gwen stacy and actually the first appearance of harry osborne well, there's two other books I'll bring up for that one too that I forgot. Yeah. One is the Spot. Yeah. Oh, great, yeah, that's right. Great, first villain. Great cover. This is. I don't know if this is the first appearance of Spot. It was in that's the first cover. Ninety-eight. Yeah. That's first, the first cover. cover. Just a cool book because it's yellow. It pops just like that. Um, Spider-Man was at thirty-one. Yep. And then another one is going to be Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, for that first appearance, whether you figure it's Amazing Spider-Man three sixty-five with the hologram. Or, with the hologram or 299 number one and then um this is a debate we can have another day but this is web of spider-man 118 i don't know if anyone can see that yeah actually i wanted to bring that up i will say if you are looking to like make some margin on some books your best case is probably going to be some of these other alternate spider-mans like scarlet spider there like you could find that book cheap you know 50 bucks say and then like you could probably turn around if it's high grade like sell it for 120 kind of thing yeah and that's the another question to have is on that scarlet spider-man his first appearance as ben riley was amazing spider-man 149 so what's the better book to have and that's yeah. that's something we can get into another time but it's um but they retcon people and bring them in then you know where we all try to figure out what's the best book to have yeah for. and like there's like a spider punk is another popular one that you know could be one to if you find oh, the, the dollar bin that's just a good find bombastic bag spider-man <laughs> yeah Look for the dollar. Numbers. Look in the dollar bins for these ones. Don't go spending money on these guys. But I will say back to this ASM thirty-one. Again, just like Fantastic Four, early Spider-Man. The first hundred, yeah. It's always gonna be in high demand and have value. Like, if you were a run collector, there probably is no two better runs than Fantastic Four and Spider-Man zero, you know, one to a hundred. So. Yep, I would agree. Uh, anyway, so moving back on, like we were talking about Loki season two. Um, I thought Loki season one was probably the best show they'd done because it actually had real stakes to it, especially when it ended up when you met Kang and, or the version of Kang that you met. Um, so I'm looking forward to Kang. I like the character Loki. Um, I like Tom Hiddleston. I think he's great in that role. Um, and I would say of all the books we've talked about, this is the one that is on my, like, in the next 10 I would like to get, Journey into Mystery 85, first appearance of Loki. I mean, he's just a major villain, Silver Age, first appearance. You know, these Journey into Mystery books are fantastic. Like, this ticks all the boxes. This is one for me and one I want to chase down. Um, maybe not in 2023, but uh, 2024, possibly. 
Yeah, I thought I love the show. Like you said, the stakes all, you know, ties into what was happening, what we expect to be happening cosmically, multiverse, all that. Um, not a big fan of Thor or Loki. I just thought he, you know, he was the was the god of mischief. jokes or something, mischief. mischief. And I'm like, all right, how's he such a tough guy? And he didn't, he wasn't my favorite character to be the main bad for Avengers first movie, but he's on the, the cover of Avengers of 1. Avengers he, 1. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I, you know, buying Avengers 1 years ago was never a thought in my head. So I'm like, oh, they stay to the storyline. That's cool. And I like Tom Edelston. He plays Loki well, and I'm glad they're going to keep him on. I thought Josh Brolin did a great job with Thanos, but he may come back in some regard, but Loki's going to be pretty prevalent. So this yeah. is a great book to have just because he didn't kill him off and make him a good guy. He, you never know where you're coming with Loki. Yeah. Uh, next one up, there's no books of interest, I would say, but it's the, the Marvel's movie, which is going to have the Kamala Khan, Mar Miss Marvel, the Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, and I think even the Monica Rambeau version. And so like, there are numbers of books that are like first appearances and covers. And I don't know which is which, um, not a character I collect. Um, I, I'll, I'll be down to see the movie though. Right. Like I said, I like the show. I like the character of Captain Marvel. Uh, that was in the original movie of the MCU movie. So I'm in to see it. Looking forward to it. But other than that, I don't have much else to say on that one. Uh, me neither. I'm looking forward to it. I guess it's going to tie in for the end of Miss Marvel or um, is that what's called Miss Marvel show and how they switched out Kamal Khan and Carol Danvers. Yeah. So what I'm looking be, forward yeah. to, because I would say like Captain Marvel is played by Alison Brie, who's a fairly prominent actress, right? Can't imagine she's going to be in MCU movies for the next 10, 15 years, right? But the comics rogue gets her powers by absorbing them from captain marvel i think everybody is waiting and expecting for that to happen in the mcu at some point maybe not in this movie but it has got to be coming and that is something i think everyone is looking forward to yep i forgot about that yeah i'd agree yeah. um that's it for july 28th um and then next after that again they have a late 2023 iron heart um again we talked about that with the black panther movie um, I like the character seem cool. Again, another modern character I don't collect. I know this is a book. This is her first full appearance. Uh, it does, I think it goes for around $200, 250 and nine, eight now. So it's still pretty attainable if you want it. What I find weird with these modern characters is like you have first came and first appearance, like you do in other things, but then you have like these random ones, like this is her first cover as Ironheart. And then there's like, which is like invincible Iron Man. The next volume number one is her first cover, but then the first Ironheart in actual story isn't until number three, right? And you see this with the Red Hulk, right? The Hulk line oh, yeah, yeah. where he's on the cover, it's like this is considered the first appearance of Red Hulk. But then he's not in the comic. He's just on the cover. So, like, it's a thing they do with weird modern comics, and I find it very odd, but whatever. Again, I'm not a modern collector, so this is not what I'm going after. Um, however, if you find it cheap, pick it up, right? You can turn it probably pretty good. Yeah, these they seem when I when I'm hunting for books, I look for these type of ones that are modern because I think they're more attainable in these recent short boxes. Because where I'm going, a lot of these people are former these stores are former collectors or former sellers, resellers of books. So they have just long boxes just scattered and this might be in there, but it's not really one. I they, they looked at, I don't know the difference. Again, you can train your eye, but it's much easier to train my eye on a silver age or bronze age than these moderns for me. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the next would be also a late 2023 is X-Men 97, which is the animated series. Am I excited? Hell yeah. Like, I mean, the X-Men animated show was my childhood. That was probably my biggest connection to Marvel growing up. Uh, that and the Spider-Man cartoon. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, is it going to be awesome? Who knows? But like, it's just gonna be fun to watch. Um, one book I know that people have like, it got hot, but again, it's still pretty cheap and not one I would worry about is this X-Men 200 just because... In a clip they showed at Comic Con, Magneto's wearing that outfit, um, and he's in this in this one. He goes on trial, but then he becomes the leader of the X Men, which he's going to be leading the X Men in the cartoon. So this book was specked on. Again, you can still get this book for ten bucks. Maybe you can be turn around and sell it for twenty. Not one. I think you need to worry about. You find it in a dollar bin, grab it. Otherwise, but I will also say on this, we talked about this last week. Cover John Romita. That is not a good cover. Like, I mean, I hate how he draws the X-Men on this. No, it's not my favorite cover. I found it at a, at a flea market recently or yeah. at the end of summer. Especially, Picked like, shortly after this, they transitioned to, like, Jim Lee drawing X-Men. It's just, like, you can't even compare. No. 
And uh, the other book to look at for this is X Men Adventures ninety or uh, oh, yeah, X Men Adventures right. number one. Yeah. I found that too in the same box. I got the uh, Web of Spider Man. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know if it'll take off, but yeah, I get that for that one. You find it in a dollar bin, grab it. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Um, last one on the docket, Marvel wise, is Agatha Coven of Chaos. Honestly, could not care less. I don't. There's another <laughs> one where it's like, why are they making this show? Who cares? I will say one thing that has interested me. They've now said, come out and said that Mephisto, Sasha Baron Cohen's going to be in four of the six or seven episodes. So that has me intrigued a little bit, I will say, because I think Mephisto's a cool villain. Um, I should have brought up that slide, actually, because that is Silver Surfer 3. And that's a, yeah. definitely a book on my list and a great one to have. Great cover with him on it and Silver Surfer. This one, Fantastic 494, first appearance. Again, who cares? Uh, well, other I than think... the fact that like, if you're a Fantastic Four, early Fantastic Four collector, like, I get it. That's why you picked this up. Otherwise, like, I could not care less personally. And I'm thinking that in Ironheart, there's supposed to be someone in that called the Hood, and he's supposed to have a connection to Mephisto. Oh, I think you're right on that. So that's, I guess those two are going to tie in together. I like the actress, can't think of her name right now, who plays Agatha. Catherine something, I think. Catherine yeah. Vaughn. Yeah, she she does a great job, and so it'll be maybe fun to watch it. But again, when they don't play the role that they're like, Jennifer Aniston can be a friend role. That's how she plays every act, every role she's been in. Yeah. But this girl, this woman is funny and and did well in Bad Moms, I think it was. But maybe when she's more serious, maybe it doesn't play well. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but, and, they, and they've also cast Aubrey Plaza, who's like a big hot name actress right now too. So who knows what can happen, but. If they didn't make this show, I would not honestly think second. I wouldn't think again about it. So, nope. There's um, a lot of things that have excitement. You know, going back over our list for next for this year coming up. Ant Man, Guardians are two big ones for me. Yeah. Loki season two, but I think the rest of them, when there's some extra time, I'll I'll watch them, and I won't be the first in line or the first one to uh, to, to stream it. So yeah, I mean, um, I'm more on waiting, just waiting for Fantastic Four, the new Deadpool. Kang Dynasty, and that's all in 2024-2025. So <clears throat> not much moves the needle for me in 2023, but you know, obviously I'll, I'll be checking out a lot of these. Uh, I, so I think the Guardians and this across the Spider-Verse, and I forgot about that one, and oh, Ant-Man yeah. could could move the needle. Yeah, um, I, but, yeah I agree. They'll, they'll move the needle, but otherwise, like that's a small bit of the slate, I would yeah, say. Yeah, because we're looking forward to Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty and all that. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, so. Real quick, as we're just past the hour here, let's just finish up real quick. Um, any, I don't know what is going to happen with James Gunn. I'm assuming there's nothing in 2023 on DC side because it's going to take some time to plan and cast and production. I think Blue Beetles coming out. Um, no idea. That is, so. uh, Blue Beetles, another spec book that you can grab. Um, there's some. There's a. There's different versions of him. Different. Different names. Like three throughout the the life of Blue Beetle, going back to the 40s. Um, one again in the 60s, and then a recent one in 2005, I believe. Um, they're going to use the Latin version. His name is Reyes, I believe. I may be wrong, so no one quote me on that. But that's the one they're supposed to bring to the big screen. He's definitely one that will have staying power for James Gunn. He's kind of an awkward, not the guy, but just that Blue Beetle is out there as a yeah. concept, and James Gunn can really do well with that. So that's the only one I know of off the top. I think maybe Aquaman comes out and the Flash movie are all out this year. Okay. Um, so, but those aren't James Gunn related. They're not James Gunn related, but they're gonna, you know, Aquaman is gonna be a big draw, but it has no bearing on the James Gunn universe. The Flash movie could, depending on how they <coughs> re reshot some some of the that movie to maybe bring in, you know, the multiverse into DC. Because I heard, I think Ben Affleck will be in it. Michael Keaton, uh, Ezra Miller, of course, is the Flash. Are they gonna keep using him or change him out for James Gunn? You know, there's a lot they could do in that in that movie to sort of move James Gunn's universe forward. So that's okay. uh, one I would look forward to seeing if that is going to come out this year uh, to really see where he's going to go with it. And Blue Beetle, I think, is another one I would see just a peacemaker maybe type movie. Uh, real quick to finish, let's do a quick bonus. Any other movie shows, non-comic book related you're excited for in 2023? None. None that I can think of None. off the top of my head. What do you got? Uh, so I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. I, I think Christopher Nolan's the best filmmaker right. out there. So I'm, I'll definitely see that. Um, I'm a big fan of the show Succession. So the next season comes out in the spring. 
Um, and it's not in 2023, but I'm still going to get pumped because I love the House of the Dragon show. And so season 20, season two is supposed to come in sometime in early 2024. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Oh, and I will add Severance season two is another great show on Apple TV. Yeah, well, I just got Apple TV, so I'm going to watch Ted Lasso. I heard that's okay. good. Yeah, I'm going to try to finish uh, um, House of Dragon. I'm going to try to finish Daredevil season two and three. <laughs> So I have a lot of catching up to do on movies I didn't get a chance to watch or shows. So All that right. might be what I do in 2023 is catch up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think that's all we got for today, guys. Just past the hour here for us. So that's kind of right where we want to cut it off. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Another, uh, Give us your comments. Find us on the socials at 1977 Nerd Alert. Yeah, or- give us a like, subscribe, uh, reach out to us. If you want to talk more about movies, we're here every day. We love to talk this kind of stuff, as we always say. So feel free to talk about any of it with us. All right. Well, have a great rest of your week. Peace. Yep. Happy 2023.